Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey everyone. Welcome to another episode of Tell Me Yours, a storytelling podcast with me, your host, Trey Everett. Today on the pod, I have an awesome guest. She's currently studying to be a sign language interpreter at the University of Houston in Texas. She's an author. Her book, How to Train a Husband, A Vet Tech's Guide to Love and Dating, is currently available on barnesandnoble.com. She also is the host of a wonderful and hilarious podcast called Mommy's Juice Box that you can find anywhere you get your podcasts. She also happens to be my sister. Mallory McKenzie is here with a truly creepy story. I'm very excited to get into this with you. I think you're going to love it. She adds a second piece that I was familiar with, but I wasn't expecting. And then she brings it home with a third segment that I was not expecting, but I felt was a really great button to this awesome conversation I had. So please enjoy Mallory McKenzie. What's up, boy? What's up, dude? I have all my settings set to like mute and like turn the camera off as soon as it like Zoom comes up. I do too. I do too. I was helping a friend of mine for a few months ago with like a um, like a digital, like a virtual singer songwriter night, and so I forgot that my personal Zoom had the theater company's name, and I joined like an interview with work, and they were like, "Who the fuck is Electric Company Theater?" And I was like, "Oh, my bad, guys!" Like, and I was like, "Dang it!" (laughs) It was pretty funny. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for doing this. Yeah, absolutely. Is that a beer or coffee? No, it's a Soleil. Oh. It's for... Uh, is that one of those... It's for basically when I get sick of all the LaCroix favors that I like. I oh, yeah. Soleil. Which it tastes exactly <laughs> yeah, the same. All this so shit's funny. just... It's just water. Like, it's just bubbly water. <laughs> There's a meme and it's like, LaCroix tastes like TV static. <laughs> no, honestly, I, I like, had a... so I accurate. Had a, I had a friend and his daughter always called it spicy water. And I was like, it's so fucking succinct <laughs> and like accurate. It's spicy water is all it is. So stupid. Um, the best. Okay, you're going to tell me a story today. Yes. And you know what your story is. I think I know what your story is, but you've maybe pulled a wild card. I don't know. I'm pretty sure. No, I'm going to do the story I think that we talked have, about doing. Yeah, the story that is 
still sort of ongoing for various reasons. Yeah. Um, which I might participate in this story a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I am, I'm here to listen to your story. So whenever, whenever you're ready. Okay, cool. So I'm going to tell the story about how our family is cursed. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You're my sister. <laughs> I'm in this family. I am yeah. subject to said curse. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'll just say, and I haven't mentioned this to you actually yet. This, oh, I don't think geez. I've ever talked about this part before. I distinctly remember having like what I now recognize as maybe mild hallucinations as like a younger like person. Great. Like I remember distinctly one time hiding under my blankets because I thought there were bugs all over the floor. Okay. Time out. Um, you and I have discussed this ad nauseum <laughs> over the last several years, and my recollection of having these conversations with you, you've always been very, like, I don't want to say, like, you've brushed it off, but you've always been very nonchalant as, like, oh, this is an experience that you guys have had. I, I maybe had it, but it wasn't a big deal. And you literally just told me that one time you <laughs> hid under your blanket because you thought there were bugs everywhere? Yes. Oh, I also Christ. remember... One time I was flipping through my closet and I thought there was a, I, I jumped back because as I was like flipping through clothes, I thought there was a person hanging in my closet. Oh my gosh. That was probably the only time that happened though. But both of those things were in that house. Oh my gosh. But that was at the same time when I start. we started seeing, I started seeing things in the other house. Okay. Because we were, we were, because parents were divorced, like, yes. right? So we lived in two different houses, yeah, back you, and forth. Yeah, primarily lived with our dad, and I primarily lived with our mom. Yes. But I'm meaning even before that, I'm meaning the house by the railroad tracks, the apartment. Oh, got it, yeah. That's, that's where the majority of my, like, impressionable memories are from. Oh, my god. With gosh. that. So I remember those things happening. And again, like, you just, you rationalize, right? You're like, this is fine. Like. Yeah. That was obviously, I was probably dreaming. And yeah. then you're like, how, oh, well. How, and old, then how old were you at this point when you, like, when, I, the, when this experience first started, where you first started noticing like, hey, I think I might be seeing things in this apartment that I'm spending a lot of time in. Like how old were you at this point? Right after we had moved in. So I was what, 12? Okay. 12 to 14. Okay. I think is, and that's probably when those, when like the dream started. Yeah, also and so, a time of life when you have nothing else going on. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I would say 12 to 14 is when those things started. Okay. But I was, what, 32 before we figured out that this was not just, I figured out it was not just me and it was like our whole family. Oh, okay. Which is a long amount of time to think, wow, maybe I'm a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so, so you're, you're, you're 12 to 14-ish. You are starting to experience these things that you can't quite explain. Yes. So let's fast forward to when I'm 32. Okay. Okay, I go to Colorado with dad. Okay. And Aunt Teresa's there. Like, we're all there. And I interrupt a conversation. I walk out of the patio, and I end up interrupting a conversation between the two of them of, oh, have you seen him lately? No, I haven't. Have you? I haven't, but the cousin did. 
this kind of thing. And I go, and I just walk out there and sit down in a chair, right? Like they're in a conversation. We're at a house in Denver, like it's beautiful. And so we're just, I'm just sitting on the patio with them. And Teresa looks dad and she goes, have you ever asked Mallory about it? If she's seen him. And I go, and like dad goes, oh no, I've never asked him. And he starts to like take a breath in to ask me. And I go, do you mean the guy in the top hat? (laughs) And I watched the blood drain out of both of their faces. (laughs) And they were like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, it's been a long time, but I, but yeah, occasionally. And then dad like just threw his hands up in the air and was like, uh, I can't talk about this and left. He just left the patio. Oh my God. And Teresa was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, she just followed him into the kitchen. Like, and then it was over. The conversation was over and I couldn't get either one of them to talk about it again. Since then, <laughs> I think that neither one of them have ever brought it up again. They won't talk about it. And I'm like, this is, hey, if we're all having simultaneous dreams about the same thing for 30 years, maybe this is a conversation. That should involve more than like me answering a question you didn't ask me. (laughs) Oh my God. So what they're talking about is the whole family has recurring nightmares about like a shadow man in a top hat. So. (laughs) Which when when you just say it objectively, it does sound ridiculous. Like it sounds hilarious. The image that you immediately think of. Yeah. Yeah. So let's okay so that's my that's 32 right let's okay. back up to me being like 25. okay me and gabe are driving in the car yeah gabe is my husband and we're listening to coast to coast right okay because it's just funny to listen to people call in at midnight and talk about chemtrails right yeah. this is yeah, absolutely yeah i mean that's what you want that's what you're that's what you're going you know what you're getting you turn on coast to coast that's why you turn getting. on coast to coast really it's because you're like <laughs> you're like i can't wait to see when this guy I, who, the guy who talks next is definitely going to mention lizard people like you just know what you're getting <laughs> so and a guy calls in and it's like i'm being haunted and he's like oh what are you being you know his voice is so like monotone mm-hmm. and unfazed by everything people are saying what are you being haunted by? I'm being haunted by a shadow man in a top hat. And I like froze because it was the first time I was like, oh, this is a thing. This is not just a weird nightmare that I have occasionally. Like this is a thing other people. Cause this is see. about seven years before you realized it was a family thing as well. Yes. So you're, you're having this moment where you're like, oh wow, this thing I experienced as a child, other, other strangers, other people experience. that I do not talk to have also had similar experiences. Yes. And it was a mo- and I like told Gabe, I was like, I, that's, I see that guy. And he was like, oh yeah. I mean, we're probably all the way up from a bar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he was just like, oh yeah, sure you do. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know what, it, I, that's basically the, ex- the response I expected. Like, mm-hmm. what do you do when someone says, oh, hey, by, yeah, the, way, by the way, yeah, by the way, I see this ghost thing, too, like that this guy <laughs> on coast to coast here, like sees. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Kim Trail guy might be making more sense. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> me, you know, what? actually, he's got some good points now that I think about <laughs> you it. You know what? Now that I know this guy's legit, maybe that other guy was not an idiot. <laughs> My I so I have a recurring dream where I am 
laying down in bed. My back is to the door. It's a pitch black room. And the door swings open. And my entire room is flooded with the bright light, like terrifying bright light. You think light should be like, yeah. it's light. It should be reassuring. It's not. It's, mm. it's a terrifying bright light. Ugh. And I open my eyes and I'm facing away from the door. So I'm looking at the wall and on the wall, the shadow of a guy in a top hat comes into view and starts. And I can tell from the shadow that he is walking toward me. And that's usually where I wake up in like a cold sweat and I don't sleep for the rest of the night. Oh my gosh. Okay. So is this something that you, this is a nightmare you still have? I have not had a nightmare like that since we moved into this house. Which in your current house is like objectively haunted, which is in my current house is also objectively haunted. Um, <clears throat> yeah, since we moved in, I have not, I haven't had any of those experiences. That it stopped. So it just weird. stopped. Yeah. So. Oh. Okay, so you're 25. You hear some stranger on coast to coast talk about this experience that you recognize. Uh, cut to your 32, and then you find out that. Oh, this isn't just me. This is also my dad. This is also my aunt. Yes. So let's pick back up in Denver. Cool. We we left the house and we went and had our me and Gabe went and had our own little vacation, like in like in Denver proper. Like we went to a comedy show. We went out to eat. We did a bunch of things. So we come back home, and so that really just kind of wiped that from my mind for a little bit. So it's maybe two months later. And I remember that I have never asked you about it. I was just like sitting on the couch and I was like, oh, I need to ask Trey about that and see if he knows like what this, what the deal is with this, right? And I text you and I said, hey, I've got a weird question to ask you. And I said, do you ever dream about a man in a top hat? <laughs> and you answered almost immediately. <laughs> well, I take that back. The little dots showed up for quite <laughs> probably a minute. And then you just sit back, yes, <clears throat> in the single text message. After the, after the dots had been up for quite a long time, all I got was a yes. Yeah. And then right after that, you said, I don't really want to talk about it. Why are you asking that? <laughs> and I said, we all have them. And you said, what do you mean we all? <laughs> and I said, the whole family. And you immediately called me because I was like, I was like, we all, all of the whole family, dad, Teresa, the cousins, me, you, like we all have them. And you called me and you were like, what? <laughs> in that way, uh, like just like that, in that tone of like, this is a funny, awful joke. And I don't think it's funny. <laughs> I So I vividly remember that moment. Yeah. Naturally. I, I remember I was at work and I uh, was like in the midst of work doing work and I feel my phone vibrate. So I look at it and I see that. And I, I just like, I, it like my work was very loud and I remember it going like immediately silent. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. this like is not a great, this is not a great text to receive. Cause from my perspective, it's something I had experienced my entire life. Uh, it was not necessarily tied to a place or a house or a, uh, uh, like an emotional response. Like it's just something I always experienced. The thing with mine is that I never knew if I was dreaming or not, which is like yeah. the horrifying part to me is it was always in that, like in that moment of like, I could be falling asleep and this could be a dream. Like when you're walking down the sidewalk and you kick the crack and you wake up. Yes. I was like, is that just this or like, or am I like, 
very awake right now uh, and I'm experiencing this. And I had never talked to anyone yeah. about it. Like never talked to you, never talked to dad, never talked to Teresa, mom, cousin, no one. Ne no one knew I was experiencing this except for me. So when I see that text message, like I wanted to throw up a little bit, if I'm being really honest, like I, I wanted yeah. to throw up right then. And the first thing I thought of was like, why are you asking me this? And yeah. I was like, because I don't feel like talking about this with you. Like, I don't want to talk about this with anyone. Yeah. Why are you asking? You know, what, you know what I always thought was interesting about that interaction is your response was not, how do you know? Your response was, why are you asking? Mm. Which are two distinctly th different things to ask. Yeah, I which don't like just, that. Which <laughs> are you just realizing that? Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. Which just, but I mean, but to me, that just shows that on like some level, like mm. me asking about it, you knew that like, oh, this is not just me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember asking you at that point, I had you tell me the brief story about Colorado and how this came to be. And then I remember asking like, because this was like several weeks, maybe months after that Denver trip that you took with the family. Yes. I remember asking, like, had, like, was that it? Like, have you had any follow-ups after that? Like, was that just how this happened? Yeah, that was, and that was, like, that was it. That was the end of the conversation. And so, and and since the, it's been six years now, and we've still had no further yeah. conversations about it. Not even me and you, really. Really, like, yeah. Me and, me and you have mentioned to each other, like, once, because I tried to, I was like, oh, you're going to dinner with dad. Ask him. Yeah. And that's. And he shut down and was yeah. like, absolutely not. We're not talking about this. Yeah. So I have uh, tried on multiple occasions to ask more. Yeah. Um, and I, it's his, the same, it's the same response. He, his he's like, answer it was one time and it's the most ominous sentence. I hate it. I already he, know. I already know what you're going to say. And I hate it. You asked and he said, look, I don't want to talk about this. I'm just happy that for you and your sister, it's just dreams, which is the most bone chilling <laughs> statement. From from our father, who is like who is, a stoic man of silence. Yes. To say, I'm just happy that for you and your sister, it's dreams. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's if that had happened, if that line was said in a movie, I would be like, this is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> How campy like, is this? Yeah, it's so Somebody call some new writers. Like oh this. Oh my god. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> Do you want to talk about how my house is haunted? I, uh, I, I, I would. Yeah, I that would. That is a very brief, um, it's not, well, that's the one's not long. Mainly because I find it super fascinating that you first had these experiences very young. They evolved as you got older and yes. you were able to put more context to them. Um, and sort of, I guess, maybe more, not understanding, but more realization. Uh, and then now you move into this, this particular house, and this is what this how many years have you been in this 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 current we house? bought this house in 2012. okay so that's and a while so we yeah so we've been in this house a de- basically a decade yeah <clears throat> and when you move into this house you stop experiencing this essentially lifelong experience i have i have not had a nightmare like that since i moved into this house so a that's awesome. I'm very happy for you. Um, yeah, I'm, hey, I'm so great for you. Yeah, no, hey, super very, great for you. Let me just say, uh, I'm real sorry. <laughs> um, but the the main thing I find interesting about it, and like the main thing I find interesting about you not experiencing that anymore, is because of the experiences that you have consistently in, had in this house. In my current house, yes. Please elaborate. Okay. <laughs> So my current house. I hate everything about this conversation. By the way, this is <laughs> I terrible. know you do. Let me just say that when we we had looked at maybe forty houses, our realtor hated us, right? Okay. And she didn't. She's lovely, and I would yeah, recommend yeah, her to yeah. anybody. But I know that like every time we line up for these days of seeing five and six houses, and we would walk in and be like, mm, we hate them. <laughs> <laughs and I truly feel like they're. It's one of those like when you know you know things, like. We pulled into the driveway and I said, we're going to buy this house to Gabe. Oh, interesting. And around the corner from the house uh, came a peacock, like a giant, like plumed out, like beautiful peacock. And I was like, oh, we're definitely buying this house. (laughs) And then we laughed hysterically and he was like, why don't we see inside first? And I said, we don't have to. Oh, wow. And then we walked in, there is different carpet in every room, including the kitchen. Oh no. There is dark wood paneling everywhere. There is a, in case of emergency, push button, like nailed to the side of like the master wall, like one of the master walls. 
okay. which was obviously like necessary <laughs> at yeah. some point. And it was just, it was a nightmare. It was a nightmare place. And I was like, baby, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And luckily I have a husband who like loves me and is down for, you know, an experience. Yeah. And we bought the house. So, um, but it was, and we're in the middle of nowhere, like, we are on the end of a dead end street. We're we are the last house on the left. We are the the last house on a dead end street. We are the house with the circle drive. We're like nine different horror movie titles. I love it. Yeah. Like being out here. And so, but I have never felt like unnerved by this place. I have never felt anything but like just nice, like wonderful, peaceful energy here. Yeah. And I'm not like the energy in this i'm not that kind of person yeah totally totally i am rational to the core yeah type person um but i just it was i just knew when we pulled in the driveway like this is it this is our house oh my gosh um it was an original build it was still owned by the by the original owners okay it was built in 69 so at that point the house is 42 years old original owners are selling it um it was custom build when like their kids were in their teenagers. And um, so we did a lot of remodeling. Like the house is, I mean, basically the only thing I left in this house that was here when like it was original or like the studs and like the closets. Like we've done yeah everything to this house. And, like, and even in doing those, like it's never been a bad, like every, the energy's always been good, right? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. some people are like, I started to remodel my old house and yeah, the energy yeah. changed. Not that case. But the first December that we lived here, I had gone to, I was doing nights at the time. And so my schedule was all off. So it was bedtime and I had just gone to bed and Gabe was like, it's too early for me to go to bed. I'm going to stay up. So I go to bed alone and then I wake up in the middle of the night and Gabe's in bed asleep. And I wake up because I hear crying and like loud crying, like not like it was in the room with me though. Like I, it sounded like it was in a different room. Okay. So I, your face right now is- I hate this great. so much. <laughs> so I lay there for a second and I'm listening to this crying. And my first thought is, oh, I bet one of Gabe's sisters like got in a fight with her boyfriend. She's probably stayed in the spare. She probably came over after I was already in bed, right? Again, you just, you rationalize, right? Well, I mean, and the idea that this sound is so visceral that your brain is like, surely one of my sister-in-laws ended up coming over yeah, after that was, a fight with their significant that other. That was my thought. Was And she can't sleep because she's sad and she's crying in the other room. Yes. Like that to you makes sense <laughs> based yes. on the sound that you're listening to. I, it's it's a woman crying. That's all I know. Like all I know <laughs> is, there is a, there is a female voice crying in the other room. Kill me. Okay. Yeah. So you have this thought. You're like, oh. So okay, I'm laying there and I'm like, oh, it's probably one of sisters. And like the crying keeps going, right? And it's been a few minutes, and I'm like, I should maybe I should do something, right? Like, should I go try to console her? Like, what is? And this is how I know I wasn't dreaming because I'm having all the like these are, I'm laying in bed with my eyes open in the dark, having these like rash. I'm these are the thoughts I'm having. So I know I'm not <sighs> asleep. I know yeah. it wasn't a dream. And I sit up in bed and I'm listening 
another minute goes by and I'm like, we can't, I can't keep listening to this. I have to do something. Right. And I go to reach my hand out to wake Gabe up to ask him like who, Hey, is it, which sister is it? Right. Just so I know what I'm walking in the room to. And I'm about to like wake him up and the crying like stops. Not like, and not like you turn, like you turn like the radio off stops. Like it just like naturally, like I heard like the, like a sigh and like it ended. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, if she's done, she's going to go to sleep now. We're good. So I go back to bed. I just <laughs> laid back down and went to bed. Oh my God. But I was sitting up, like I sat up and I was <laughs> reaching to wake Gabe up. And I said, so I go to sleep. I wake up the next morning. Gabe's up already, up already up in the morning. He's making coffee. And I come into the kitchen and I say, hey, did Ashley and so-and-so have a fight? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, well, is she still here? And he's like, what? There's nobody here. And I'm like, well, she came over last night, right? I heard. And he's like, no. <laughs> that's No, nobody was here. <laughs> and I was like, oh, then that's real weird. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> And I tell him, like, oh, that's really oh, weird because no. I, I heard crying from the other room last night. And he goes, no, you didn't. And I'm like, you're probably dreaming. And I'm like, babe. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, babe. Okay. <laughs> and since, and I marked it, like, in the calendar. It was December 17th. Oh, never, like, I marked gosh. it in my calendar because it was their first Christmas. And I was like, if this happens next Christmas, I'm yeah. going to have to, like, make an ofrenda or something. Oh, I don't, like, <laughs> to do something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like figure out a way to let Mary know, like, bitch, it's fine. <laughs> you can. This is a safe space, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and since then, I've heard it one other time. The same crying. The same crying. Oh my god. Uh, this time was in a February uh, in February okay. of like a, a few years ago. I didn't mark that one because yeah. I was just like, oh, she's crying again. Oh my gosh. But what will happen in addition to that is. I hear I hear music and to the tea, I hear like voices and like music in the house. Okay. So I'll be in like most of the time I'm in it's when I'm in the bedroom or I'm in the bath like our master bathroom like off the bedroom, and I'll hear like I'll think to myself oh I forgot to turn the TV off because I can hear what I think is TV sounds um. in the living room and so I come in and of course it's gone right. And I'm just like, oh, that's Mary, whatever. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why do you and have I'll, the name Mary? That's I because that's the owner. I know the owner. Oh, that was the original owner? Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And so or I'll hear music. Like, and Gabe's like, you're not hearing music. You're hearing like the air moving through the hallway just tonally. Like that's what you're that's what you're hearing. You think it's music. It's not. It's just wind currents down the hallway. And I'm like, Bro, do you think we're like, in a palapa? Well, the wind has the like, voice what? of an angel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think we're in Hawaii, like, with the palapa yeah. roof and, like, the wind blowing through our hallway? What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. The hallway is where we go in a tornado. Like, there's no windows when we can cut all the doors. Like, it's not. It's... Oh, my gosh. There's no wind current. <laughs> It's like, like it, this is literally is my nightmare. Like it's yeah. quite literally my but nightmare. But you know what? Even, even in those times, it ne nothing ever feels like ominous. For sure. Nothing ever feels like occasionally you'll catch things outside your eye and stuff like that. And you turn and they're not there, Yeah. but you never, but it's never that feeling of like, I'm being watched or it's never that feeling of like, 
It's not fear. Like, it's not dark. Like, Nothing it's not about like, it is yeah. dark. It is all very just light. Yeah. And like you had the a roommate. Kind. Yeah. It's like you had a weird roommate. <laughs> oh <laughs> that's what it feels gosh. like. Um, okay, so that's that's like a super interesting thing to me too. So this experience with the man in the top hat obviously invoked is is was terrifying. Not, was not good. That was not a good experience. That was not a good experience. Yes. And I, I mean, wouldn't even say this house it's a good experience. It's just an experience. <laughs> like it's it's just an experience. Like there's you know, there's certain things when you're like, this fills me with good feelings. Yeah. It's not like that. It's just oh, okay. like having a it's just like having a roommate. It's just like being at a restaurant and having a stranger walk by. It means nothing, but it doesn't feel dark. It just feels top hat man is dark. That is. And I have done research on, I've like Googled that before. And there's, I mean, you can dig into shadow people and, but if you Google like top hat man, like it comes up, like it is not just our family and it is not new and it is not. I don't like it. Yeah. <clears throat> I have I have a third thing. Oh Jesus Christ, Mallory. All I right. don't know what the third thing is. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. The third thing is that when people I know die or when people die who my friends know, like my friend's mom, somebody somebody I maybe had contact with at some point but I'm not like close to. Yeah. I see them afterward. I, I, I dream hate, of. I, I hate this. I dream about them afterward. Like, oh my gosh. Like, like what? Like how? Like so. How? Like, do you know that they've gone when you have the dream, or like? Yes, they're no, no, not not like a they pass and I dream and like I wake up and I get the call they're dead. Not like that. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, so the first time was when I was in my late twenties. And my, and these, this, this genuinely could just be dreams. For sure. Right? Yeah, for sure. This for one, sure. we're, we're, we're moving into like a like a middle ground where I don't really know what it is. It, but it's consistent. <laughs> but it is consistent. <laughs> um, my friend, one of my coworkers, her mom died. It's weeks, maybe months later. And I had a dream about her. I dreamed that she like, we, I was at a cafe or like somewhere and she walked up and like sat down on the table with me and we had a great conversation and that was it. Like, it was just a nice, like, I'm doing fine. Oh had a conversation. God. How are you? I'm great. Good. How are you? Like just a conversation. Yeah. Like you would like you, a conversation like you would have with an acquaintance. Yeah. Which is what we were. We were not like, Oh my gosh. But so I, but I got to work the next day and I was like, talking to my coworker and I was like, girl, I don't even know if I want to tell you this. Like I dreamed about your mom last night and she just like stared at me and she's like, what did she say? And I was like, she just asked how you were. I told her you were good. And she just stared at me some more and she's like, I don't know how to feel about that. I'm like, I don't either. Like, this is not. (laughs) And then she stared at me a little longer and she goes, why didn't I dream about her? Mm. And I go, and this is a quote. This is an, I'm paraphrasing a quote from a book I read once. Mm-hmm. Mary uh, Mary Beth Chapman wrote a book called See. Okay. And there's a part in there where she talks about her her friend dreamed about like her deceased daughter, and her friend told her about it. And it's the same conversation. It was the exact same conversation, which mm-hmm. was that part was more eerie than anything else. And I go, well, I go. I told her, I was like, I read, like, I read this book and this happened in this book. And I, the answer that she gave was, I think that if you saw her in your dreams, you'd never want to wake up. Mm. And it was just, and she goes, 
thank you for telling me that. And then it was over. Like that was, we moved on. We never talked about it again. Wow. And I was like, and it was kind of one of those profound moments. I was like, maybe this is still a dream. But one of my co one of my coworkers passed away and she was older and had many health problems. And she lived a great mm -hmm. life, that kind of thing. But her, her niece is works with us also. And so again, it was months later and I didn't know it, but her niece was going to be working with us that weekend, but I didn't have the schedule. I'm on a set mm. schedule. So I don't ever look at the schedule because yeah, I know sure. my shift is every other week from this time to this time. For sure. Yeah. And same thing the night before I had a dream that she pulled up in like her pickup truck outside the clinic and I got in her car and we went and drove around and listened to musical music, which is what we did when we worked together. And she told me she's great. She looked fantastic and she wasn't sick anymore. And I got to work the next day and wow. her niece was there and I had the same conversation. Yeah. Hey, I don't know if I should tell you this or not, but I dreamed about Monty last night. That's so. And wild. then the same thing happened with my dogs to the, to the point where I was, I was lucid dreaming about it oh, to the point it. where, to the point where one of my, I would be having a dream about something completely like different and Argyle would run into my dream, like from just a corner of the room like he'd show up mm. and I was having them so frequently that at one point I he ran up to me and I go fuck this is a dream oh wow because I knew he was because he was there and I was yeah. like buddy we can't, I was like buddy we can't keep doing this and then he stopped and it stopped oh wow and the same thing happened with Chico but Chico only came once and Spetzel never came. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Right? Yeah. That sounds, yeah. <laughs> She's doing stuff. You know what I She's mean? She's <laughs> busy. She's got shit to do. But yeah, it's a thing. That's and it's wild. happened. It happened one other time with someone who I had, like, had, was an acquaintance who was recently deceased. And it was. And here's the deal those could just be dreams, 100%. right? Yeah, 100%. 100%, those could just be like something showed up that made put them in my like subconscious that day and i went home i like went to sleep and had a dream yeah that could be purely coincidental but it doesn't feel like a normal dream mm -hmm. i don't know I how else that. to describe it i get that and I, I think i think it also at the end of the day i don't know that it matters it does it absolutely you know what doesn't. i mean it doesn't matter if that's just a dream or not like, it doesn't matter that moment isn't any less real but they do they feel like lucid dreaming yeah. I feel like when I'm in those, when I'm in those dreams, I know I'm dreaming. I know like I'm aware and you know how, you know how when you have a dream and you have conversations with people, they're answering, but it's one of those things where like you're, it's your dream. Yeah. So you know what they're going to answer, like on your subconscious level, like you're in charge of the dream when you're not lucid dreaming, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But when you're lucid dreaming, you're like, you're like, oh, you're very aware. Yeah, totally. This, this feels like neither one of those. Oh, like we will have a conversation and I will ask a question and I don't subconsciously know what their answer is going to be. It feels oh, different. That's so interesting. Yeah. It feels different. Oh my gosh. I mean, I feel like we should leave it there. Cause that's like, that's, I that's think that's like, the it's end still, of it. that's still like a little weird, a little creepy, but there's also like a little bit of hope there. That was too, a but... nice, that wasn't that a nice little, <laughs> I planned that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wanted that. to, I wanted oh to like, I brought you down real far with uh, your hatred of all of this. And yeah, then I, I picked it up a little with no, the happy. I, I so appreciate And then I that. ended on the, it's probably all fake. <laughs> like, well, or none of it was real. Yeah. Or none or no, of it was real. Oh or this gosh. is Dallas and it was all a dream. That's like, so it good. That's so good. <laughs>
Um, thank you. What Absolutely. A weird, what a weird world we live in. Yeah. All right. I feel good. You feel good? I feel great. Yeah. Thank right. you for having me on. Super yeah. appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for doing it. Thanks for being my first one. Is there anything that I could like point people towards in terms of sign language if they wanted to like learn more about what you're learning about? Um, yeah. So a great place to start is Bill Vickers. You just Google Bill Vickers, V-I-C-A-R-S, YouTube. Just put that in your Google. He has hours upon hours of lessons. Cool. And he is a, and he's a deaf individual. If you're going to learn sign language, learn it from a deaf individual. Yeah, like, makes sense. You're, I mean, it's just learn it from a native signer, a coda, like, which is a child of a deaf adult. Mm. Like they're native signers. You want to learn your sign language from a native signer. And so, um, but yeah, he's got a fantastic one where he teaches some vocabulary words to a student and then they have a conversation using those vocabulary words and then he does more and then they do a full rinse and they're hours 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 that's so cool yeah all right cool yeah i'll definitely um i'll include something about that in case people are interested in learning more about yeah that. absolutely i love it all right dude. awesome Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Tell Me Yours, a storytelling podcast with me, your host, Trey Everett. If you want to know more about the legend and lore behind the Shadow Man and the Top Hat, just give it a goog. Um, look it up on Google. There's a disturbing amount of information about this very creepy phenomenon that affects so many more people than you would think. Um, I will not be Googling it. I do not need to learn any more than I already do. Uh, but if you want to learn more about sign language and potentially learning sign language, uh, as Mallory said, you can check out Bill Vickers on YouTube. It's just youtube.com slash Bill Vickers, V-I-C-A-R-S. He's got some incredible videos, some really amazing resources. And as Mallory said, if you ever want to learn a language, learn it from a native speaker. Be sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram. We are at Tell Me Yours Pod. And be sure to join our Patreon, uh, where you'll have exclusive access to unedited interviews with videos, some fun extra stories, really, really cool stuff coming out on the Patreon soon. It's just patreon.com slash tellmeyours. Thank you so much for listening this week. Be sure to check us out again next week where I have another really incredible story that I'm excited to share with you. Uh, until next time, be kind to each other, be nice, and we'll talk soon. See ya. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.